Welcome to the Manager Track, the leadership podcast where we help ambitious managers across the ranks become confident and competent leaders people love to work for. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw. Well, my friend, welcome back to another episode of the Manager Track podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why having a sponsor at work will help you get ahead. Now, the time of the release of this episode, we are in late October of 2020, which also means that for many people, this is the time of the year when those important salary and promotion conversations are about to happen, which is why in our last episode, we talked about how to negotiate a pay raise. And in this episode, I want to talk about having a sponsor and how that can help you advance in your career. As a leader or as an individual contributor, it really makes no difference. But before we dive in, I want to make a quick announcement. On November 9th, we're kicking off a new group in the Leadership Accelerator program. Now, this will be the first group who will go through the 2.0 version of the Leadership Accelerator. This is a three-month program for first-time managers. If you want to develop stronger relationships, increase your impact, and boost your confidence, then this is the program for you. Now, this is a hands-on program, not an online course. I'm in there with my students, helping them through all the challenges that are coming up and helping them make huge shift and create impressive results in a 12-week period. If you're ready to invest in your career and set yourself up for success and you want to become that strong, confident leader that your team needs now more than ever, then this is the program for you. So head on over to RamonaShaw.com forward slash leadership dash accelerator to learn more and I'd love to chat with you soon. The application window will close on November 4th. So make sure you check it out before we close doors. Now to get us warmed up for this episode, I want to take us back several decades and talk about my childhood. Now, I grew up in a family where both my mom and my parents had their own businesses and were working pretty hard. I remember my dad putting in long hours and working on weekends to build a successful business as an entrepreneur. As I was observing this as a child, I naturally made the conclusion that in order to be successful, you had to work hard. Now, this served me really well for a long time. Uh, There are some negative side effects to this, but let's stay focused on why this served me back then. Now, through my college years, I would always add on more courses. I would take more classes than most of my colleagues. I did more internships than most of my colleagues. And I started off my career working really hard and always trying to perform really, really well in my job. Now, that made it easy early on to uh, be visible, to have a good reputation, to be the person that people relied on and trusted because I would always be there, even if I had to work really late or had to come come in on the weekends to catch up with work. But while performing well and over-delivering served me well early in my career, in early on in my career, there was one thing that I wished I had known back then, which is that in order to get ahead, you don't just need to perform really well. Performance is one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is relationship. So if you think of yourself as 
sort of a stock and you're trying to increase your value. Part of your value is increased by building relationships and a part of that is increased by performing, overperforming in fact. That is how your value, your stock price in that sense, rises. And as a result of your stock price rising, you will get promotions, you will get those next opportunities, you will get the salary bumps and so forth. So as you can see, I did well on the performance aspect, but I completely ignored the relationship aspect. Now, of course, I treat the people well. Of course, I try to impress and exceed expectations by, from my boss, my boss's boss, other executives in the organization. No doubt. But I never really strategically thought about the relationships I was building. And I was definitely not the one who would drop an important to-do in order to attend a networking event or a social gathering. I would much rather get my to-do list done and have accomplished everything that I've set out to do that day. Now, it felt good in the moment, but as I said, this is, was not a good long-term strategy. And it's something that I talk a lot about with my clients today. When I get a sense that they may not prioritize relationships enough because your path to career growth depends on both performance and relationships. Now, when it comes to relationships, there's, of course, the manager. The manager is really important. Managing up is really important. The manager's manager is really important. No doubt. And then executives overall and leadership is important. And so is your team. But there is one particular person in any organization that you want to find and you want to be intentional about being in the right place at the right time and providing that person with real work benefits. And that one person, that is your sponsor. Now you might think like, wait a second, Ramona is a sponsor the same as the mentor. I'm confused. What's the difference? Let me clarify. So a mentor is someone who will specifically help you develop a skill or navigate specific challenges. But a mentor's job is not to advocate for you publicly. A sponsor, on the other hand, doesn't necessarily help you overcome challenges or develop a particular skill, but they will advocate for you. They will go to bat on your behalf. They will raise your visibility publicly. And that is so critically important, especially when it comes to promotion conversations or salary increases, year-end conversations about people's performance and so on. Depending on the size of your organization, those conversations around in salary increases and promotions look differently. But for many organizations, small and mid-size, it will be that the leadership team will get into a room, closed door, It'll be a Zoom call these days and they will go through every single employee in the organization and evaluate their performance and then decide if they're due for a promotion and or if they will get a salary bump and how high that bump will be. So your manager is likely going to be someone who will advocate for you. But who else in the room will speak up when your name is being called? Who else will talk about the way you perform and will highlight your achievements and will say that you're a go-getter, that you are loyal, that you're doing an amazing job? 
Who else will be there to defend you if someone makes a counter argument, will speak up for you? They will use their own credibility and reputation to advocate for you. And that can not only be your manager or your manager's manager. Your visibility in the organization and your likelihood of getting the promotions or the salary bumps that you deserve will drastically increase if you have other people in that room that will speak really well about you. Now, in fact, payscale.com has a survey out and they say that from all the people that they surveyed, 56.7% said that they do have a sponsor at work. And those who do make on average 11.6% more than those who don't, which I think is a pretty significant increase and definitely demonstrates that it's worth for you to really think about who that sponsor is or who the sponsors, plural, are in your organization who will speak on your behalf. By the way, that even applies outside that specific room and the year-end conversations that are about to happen. A sponsor will also be the one who would advocate for you if something goes wrong, if you make a mistake, if someone has a challenge with you, which would have happens because we're all humans, right? So that sponsor will be there to speak on your behalf and to uh, put you in a positive light. Now, the tricky thing about sponsors is that you usually can't ask someone to be a sponsor. Like you can ask someone to be a mentor. Even with mentors, it can be a little bit too forced if you have to ask someone for a formal mentorship relationship that doesn't naturally evolve. But it is doable and there are strategies to make that work. With a sponsor, it is usually that the sponsor will pick their protege and not the other way around. But that does not mean that you don't have any influence over this. Because if you just think that because you're doing good work and because you are a high performer, your work will be seen and sponsors will notice you and they will naturally gravitate towards you and then speak on your behalf, that may be the case, but the likelihood is that it won't. Your good work does not speak for itself. You have to be visible. You have to advocate for yourself. And you have to develop those relationships so that other people are aware of who you are, what you do, and how well you do your job. And this is where your power comes into play. And there are three specific steps that you can take to get yourself a sponsor on your side. Number one is to identify the sponsor. So you want to look for leaders with a seat at the table. You want to look for those people that you know will be in those conversations. You want to look for someone who has impact in your organization, someone who has influence in your organization. If they speak up, they will be listened to. So someone has that level of influence. The second requirement that you want to consider when identifying a sponsor is that you want to pick someone who actually knows your work, has seen you before, is aware of who you are and what you do. And the third trait that good sponsors have is that they praise in public and they care about growing talents in the organization. So look for people who are already popular as mentors or look for people that you recognize that frequently praise others 
they have those career conversations with other people. They try to coach other people. They are all about sort of giving back and supporting and growing the leaders in the organization. And when you find someone who has a seat at the table, has influence, knows a few and your work, and cares about developing others, then you have the right person identified to become your sponsor. But like I said earlier, the next step is not to just go ask them bluntly whether or not they would want to be your sponsor. Instead, the second step is that you want to be in the right place. So think about ways to show up and be visible to that person, to volunteer for projects or be part of committees or groups or initiatives where that person is also involved. And at the same time, and this is step three, think of other ways to provide work-related benefits. For example, if your identified sponsor is a CTO, you could look for people in your network that could be interesting connections for your CTO that would lead to fruitful introductions. I remember a time when I introduced a colleague in the tech field with the CTO at the organization I used to work for. And that introduction that I made has now led to years and years of projects and and collaborations that they've had formed together and really impacted the work that they're doing. And that all came from me thinking of ways that I can support our CTO in his work. If your identified sponsor is the head of marketing, for example, you could look for other ways and insights that you can collect through the expertise that you have or the assets that you have or the connections that you have that would be valuable to your head of marketing and then share that along or create a report or have a conversation and pass on insights that this person would appreciate. So these are all things that you can get creative on, ways to develop and deliver work-related benefits to your identified sponsor. So let me recap. The three steps are that you want to identify your sponsor. has to be someone with influence who sits at the table, who knows about you, and who cares about growing talent in the organization. Then you want to get involved in initiatives and projects where your work becomes more visible to that person. And third, you want to look for other ways that you can provide this person with work-related benefits. Now, bear in mind, this is not a short-term play. This does not mean that, oh my God, this year in conversation is going to happen in November. I better get started with this three-step process and find my sponsor. That is not how this works. You have to build those relationships over time. So get started now in order to have someone in the room next year who will be an even stronger advocate than they are today. And you have done the upfront work to be intentional and to really invest and nurture those relationships. I would also invite you to really sit back and think for a second. If you had the two sides, if you had them on a scale, the performance aspect of your share and then the relationship aspect of your share, which one is currently driving your stock price up more and which one do you have a little bit more room for growth in order to raise your value over time. The two of them have to go hand in hand. Both of them have to be there. And as you could probably tell from the story that I told you in the beginning of this episode about my childhood, to me, success came from working hard. It did not come from socializing and spending time with people. 
that to me did not occur that this was valuable and I never really looked at it that way. It was sort of a downtime thing but not something that I would do in order to grow and expand my career. And it's something that I see so many others do as well. And my invitation to all of all of them would be to balance this out a little bit and take some of this hard work that they put into performing well and shifting that to develop relationships. I often say, put your career over your job, which means that if you have all these to-dos and you know you need to get them done but at the same time you have a networking event or an opportunity to connect with people to go to a conference even a virtual conference and connect with other people find ways that you can carve out some time to attend those networking events even if that means that you have to work longer hours the next day or that you have to do catch-up work on, on the weekend Spending this time and developing relationships inside and outside your organization will benefit you in the long term so much. In addition to this pay scale stat with the 11.6% difference in pay between employees who do have a sponsor versus employees who do not have a sponsor, it's also pretty clear that having these strong relationships in place will help you when you look for your next opportunity. We know that a vast majority of jobs are filled not through the online job portals, but through relationships and existing networks. So looked at the two sides, the performance and the relationship side are well balanced out and that both of them contribute to your career growth and will help you advance faster. If you liked what you heard on this episode, before you hop off, please click the five stars on your podcast app. It would help me spread the message in this podcast to a broader audience. Thank you so much. And in the meantime, make sure to check out www.ramonashaw.com forward slash leadership dash accelerator to learn more about the three-month program specifically designed for managers in their first three years of their leadership career. This is the best offer I've ever made. I would love for you to be part of it. So check it out and apply if you're curious to learn more and I look forward to speaking with you soon. That's it for today and I'll see you the latest next week in another episode of the Manager Track podcast. If you love this show, then you'll love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.